Hey, Dan. Hey, Fro. What do you call a pothead that doesn't inhale? I don't know, Fro, what? Mr. President. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we will be talking about news from the week, the origin of the term 420, the Jungle Book, and the Path, Episode 4. This is another digital citizen. is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this uh, podcast of <laughs> this week's first of another digital season. It sounds like I'm I'm smoking pots right now, but that joke is so bad that I have to laugh. Uh, did you find it as bad as me, uh, Dan? I think I found it worse. Yeah. So much so that I wouldn't have said it. Uh, it's 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 kind of it's kind of weird, uh, I, but it, it's almost uh, true because like all the presidents like uh, like before they become president like yeah I smoked weed but I didn't I didn't inhale like every president I've said that. Do you think ever there will be a president like going like yeah I smoked weed and I fucking loved it? I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I mean, George Bush said he did uh, – uh, George W. Bush, he said he snorted cocaine when he was in college. Yeah, and... what? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yep. Hi, Luke. Okay. But I believe that that joke was probably written in probably somewhere around 96 because it's obviously a Bill Clinton joke. Yeah. So it's pretty dated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still really bad. Uh, if you want uh, to read more uh, bad jokes, you can go to – jokesforus.com and the uh, number four is like the number four all all my intro jokes are from jokesforus.com it's so bad maybe you need to find a new website <coughs> i kind of try <laughs> to find bad jokes that 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 is kind of uh, to do with the intro That's i mean a good excuse what do you mean well, it's a good excuse for you having terrible jokes that that's what you're trying to do. Uh, well, uh, if I if I uh, try to find good jokes, I, do, I I don't really know where to look. To be honest, I'm 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 really bad joke teller, and I'm also a really bad joke hunter. So 
I guess that's something. But uh, what wasn't a joke this week uh, was this week's uh, election results in America, Luke. What were they? Right. So, uh, hi, everybody. It's Luke here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks for hi, introducing Luke. me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, the joint. <laughs> yes. Um, this week we had the New York state primaries. Um, you mean the new that was it? sad primaries? Mm. Uh. Yeah, so we'll go through the results real quick, but I want to I want to show you guys something kind of uh here I'll send I'll send you a link on Skype. Um but uh Clinton won uh with 58 over Sanders 42%. Uh Trump won with 60%. Uh um Next down with it was actually Kasich. He had twenty five, which was way down, but he only had four delegates, anyways. So I want you guys to go to that a link and go to the New York section and go to the Democratic part and look at uh, the it's map now, here. It, it's now I'm going to ask where is New York, right? <laughs> oh, because I don't know. <clears throat> Wait, you don't know where New York is? In, in America? No, I have no clue. Oh God. Where okay. New York is? Yeah, it's on the East Coast. It's in. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Like, I don't know exactly where it is. I've never been there. Uh, all right. Well, you need to look at a map then. Because <laughs> I'm looking at the map. I I see Florida. I know where Florida. Oh is. right. Uh, I see what you're saying. I was like, well, you don't know where New York is. Yeah, go to. There's a drop down box up in the top left corner. You can look at New ah, York. So but go to New York here, okay. and you look at the Democratic section. And you see the blue, that's Sanders. Yeah. And you look at the purple, and that's Clinton. And yet she won by fifty. She won by a uh, fifty-eight with fifty-eight percent. How the but hell? She, she, um, uh, what? Would, I guess Bernie Sanders won fifty uh, of the possible? six of the sixty-two counties. Uh, but she won all the down here at the bottom. That's New York City. Ah. So right. she won a lot of vote, uh, a lot of delegates down, uh, a lot of votes down here in the New York. So she was obviously just focused on this, and we talked about this um, when we did the Wisconsin primary. I was pointing out that a little bit, saying she w- barely won any counties. It was like just like this, looking pretty much the same if you look at the Wisconsin wow. county by county map. But uh, in these places, there's been a lot of. Uh, voter fraud stuff and there's actually an audit going on right now about whether or not uh i guess something like 12 12 million people but uh, were unable to vote so if you look at the vote numbers uh, compared to like what's blue and what's not blue it 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 is it, shocking well right yeah but you got to remember new york is very a very New York City is extremely populated. Up, upper state New York is not necessarily as populated. Mm. So as far as the vote count goes, it makes sense. But the mm. way uh, the system works, uh, since Bernie won 50 out of the 62 counties in New York, which is what you're looking at on that map, yeah, uh, it means by proportional delegate uh, – he could end up only being down once all the votes are once everything goes through by like 15 uh, delegates to her, uh, mm-hmm. where 
because he won most of the state. And that's just how their state politics works. So that's interesting, I guess. Uh, but it's looking like, strangely enough, we've been talking a lot about how we were going to go to a contested Republican convention because yeah. they were trying to push for that. But after this Trump win, where he basically oh. took swept this state, um, it's looking like he's going to make the 1237 he needs. Yay. Oh. But on the Democratic mm. side, now it's looking very much like we're going to have a contested convention there. Yeah. It's because it's very crazy. unlikely for either yeah. of the two of them to get to the 230. 2,383 that they're going to need. It's um, really unlikely. Right. Hmm. Um, so uh, that's interesting, but uh, that's pretty much what's going down here uh, this week. Next week, we got a big week of elections. So. Oh. It's interesting. Like, uh, like if you see election results in Norway, I don't think we would see the same colors because like Norway is more spread in that way that's uh, like of course uh people live in towns but it wouldn't be as blue black and blue as those maps i think as the new york map yeah yeah i think i mean the thing about new york is that one the very bottom part of new york that's new york city it's extremely extremely populated and when you go into upper new york it's actually a lot of like farm <coughs> farming communities and things like that so weird Yep. Uh, um, Dan, did you vote uh, in another election uh, that was this week uh, about what to call a ship? <laughs> uh, actually, I didn't vote. Ah, but it's English, so what happened there? Well, um, here in Britain, there's been a, an online poll to name a brand new two million pound polar research vessel mm-hmm. right which we talked about this on the show before yeah uh in passing yeah so so this is the boaty mcboatface story <laughs> and it wins and that that is the name that won the poll so have they promised to follow this sadly not uh, apparently the uh the nerc whatever that actually stands for the scientific group um, will make the final decision. I hope right. it's Boaty McBoat. Oh, I hope so <laughs> I, too. I, I, I would like to point out that the the name that got second place is the uh, RSS Poppy Mai. Yeah. And this is named after a little girl who had cancer. Um, oh wow! And she lost. And then oh. if you look, yeah, oh, man, that, that lost that lost to Boaty McBoatface. So that's not probably great. Mm-hmm. Um. But the fourth one is the RSS. It's bloody cold out here. <laughs> it's bloody cold out there. Oh, I love that. There are some great contenders oh. in the list of top answers. Oh. Uh, I, I think that. that there's another one called uh, called Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> uh, one that's called What Iceberg. Oh. Uh, one called Not the Atlantic. <laughs> Um, and uh, my favorite is uh, I like big boats and I cannot lie Oh, (laughs) I like that one I would have picked that one Uh, I guess it's a a new thing because uh, uh, there was a train I guess in uh, the UK that somebody put trainee trainee train face on it Yeah. Uh, and now recently I saw 
uh, an Australian racehorse yeah. was named Horsey McHorseface. So. <laughs> uh, this is the British sense of humor for you. They ask us to do something serious, and we just take the piss out of it. Yeah. Like, my, my, one of my favorite new shows uh, that I, I, I was going to talk about when we do the round what we've seen this week, uh, this ain't rocket science. Have you seen that, uh, Dan? I've not. Yeah, but you heard about it, have you? I, I think so. I'm trying to remember which one it is. Who's it the is, host? Uh, that's the funny thing. There's one comedian that's kind of... Uh, he's Indian. And he kind of has this lazy eye. Ah, Ramesh Ranganathan. Yes, thank you. Yes, he's very funny. I like him a lot. Hilarious. And it's uh, the girl from Countdown that does the numbers. Rachel Riley. Yes. And the third one. The third one I can't remember. Ah, don't worry about it. Yeah. So that's the three people. And, and so it's a science program. Yes. And it's hilarious. It's funny, it's witty, and it's on ITV. So <laughs> it's Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Something funny and witty from ITV. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> don't don't talk about bad about Judge Rinder. It's hilarious. Uh, I love Judge Rinder. I wouldn't go near that. Uh, you hate Jeremy Kyle too, don't you? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Me and but Tilly. But I, I will check out the science show. Yeah, me and Tilly are buddies when it comes to that. I love both of them. Uh, but yeah, uh, in Norway, uh, we had Anders Bering Breivik win- winning his trial this week. Uh it's kind of strange, uh, and it's kind of I'm I'm sad and proud at the same time. Yeah, can I can you, understand that. Can you understand that? Because it's it's kind of okay. He won his case, so that means maybe that uh, Norway should change their way of doing things. And maybe we get looked as as uh, inhumane, but in another way, it's kind of like it's also a victory that it got through. But he he didn't win on all points, so uh, it was the handling of him that they reacted on. He was not still not allowed to to or or. Uh, um, Judgment was against him uh, for uh, spreading his material. Uh, so he made uh, he made complaints under under like two clauses, but only one was kind of followed. If you catch my drift. Yeah. Right. It was a human rights uh, issue, really, wasn't it? Right. And and uh, what they reacted on especially was that he was kept alone and things like that. Yeah, for like twenty two or twenty three hours a day. Yeah, and I, I I can understand I can understand that we have to we have to um, 
if you if we want to be as nice towards him as we are <laughs> we, we we kind of have to we have to give him all the things that we would give a normal prisoner like yeah. if it was up to me mm. uh, i would personally like throw him uh in jail and throw away the key and oh i thought you were going to say throw him in a volcano well, lots of volcanoes in Norway, so then we have to escort him to Iceland, and everyone knows what's going on in Iceland at the moment. <laughs> I would give them him as well. So, but I guess it's it's bad and good at the same time. I'm 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 happy that the Norwegian judge, uh, like the system here, works. Yes. Even for him. Even if even if it's helping out a horrible person. Right. Yeah. I don't know if it's a great idea to be putting him with other prisoners because he no, is no. kind of uh, he he manipulates people is what he's really good at as as I'm to understand so. Uh huh. Probably not a great idea, but it you know put. I don't think keeping him alone for 23 hours is a good idea either because that's not going to help his sanity either. So there you go. Um, Apple refused to hack another cell phone. Is that news? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little follow-up from what we talked about before. Uh, the San Bernardino shooty, shooter mm. and his phone, which they dropped that case. Uh, the DOJ did. And now they're, they're going after this methamphetamine dealer uh, who is arrested in New York. And they want to get into his phone. And this is a little more, I mean, this isn't, you know, a terrorist who's trying to kill people. He, mm. they're just trying to get his, like, drug contacts is what it is. So, yeah. uh, setting this kind of precedent is, would be ridiculous, yeah. I, I guess, is why, why we're putting this in. Because when we talked about it before, when you're dealing with a terrorist and you, you could possibly, you know, pull out. Uh, information about other terrorists in the mm. in the cell or whatever else you might be able to directly save to. lives, yeah. Right. Where this, it's like you're just trying to bust crackheads. So right. But they're still trying to set that precedent in the court so that they can do it for other things in the future, and that's yeah. what we're worried about and what Apple's worried about. So. Well, the thing with the San Bernardino one was, didn't they claim that this was just going to be like a one-time thing? Mm. And then, and then they could get rid of that, like that bypass, later. and now here's another one. And you know what? In in uh, the article that that I was reading about this latest case, it says that the San Bernardino one, um, the the Department of Justice withdrew its application to uh, to have Apple crack that one um, because they managed to extract the contents of the phone. With help of an undisclosed outside party. Uh, but Bernie Sanders speaks to the Vatican and meets the Pope and uh, like uh, the news organization I love to hate. Um, Fox News throw their their like uh, propaganda over there like oh the Pope is uh, is trying to recognize Bernie Sanders as as the candidate for president. No. Mm. <laughs> No. What the, yeah, what the Pope said, he said, uh, 
I wasn't endorsing a candidate. I, it was just good manners. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I met with him is because it's just good manners. He was there. Yeah. So I met with him. Yeah. So it's strange. But yeah, there was a lot of like uh, not a lot of uh, coverage of it in America, a little bit here and there. But I saw a lot of other news media from outside the country covered it. Um, and if you saw any of the stuff from at, at the Vatican, he was basically swarmed when he came in there by media. So interesting. Mm. Yep. Um, and thousands are trying to leave the state church of Norway in 2016. And Fro is happy. Yeah. Very interesting story. Like, it's kind of interesting. Like, th- this is the news after we we said it's okay to be gay in the state church. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit of a follow up as well. Yeah. Uh, Where I mean, this didn't obviously come straight from that because this started on. before then. But the numbers, um, I mean, they show that like four thousand people have it just in 2016. So since January have dropped out of the church, which I guess is pretty... That's huge for the, just that s- small amount of months. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. It's but kinda... I thought it was interesting that uh, uh, 900 of those people dropped out January, February, March. Yeah. So a th- over 1,000 people have already dropped out just in this month. So and uh, radicals of the... Uh, state church has also said like they don't want to be in the state church now so I think we will see some radical uh, leaving the church like (gasps) first we have women uh, priests oh no we can't have women priests then we are allowing gay priests oh no we can't have gay priests now we are allowing guys to get married oh no we can't let's kids get married right so you'll probably see another type of church pop up in norway at some point i would imagine mm-hmm. we yeah. have all the churches pop up well i mean another church type of church to replace the people that are leaving this one mm. you know unless they're all splitting up and going to other places but probably. i would assume that they would still want to follow this same type of religion just not under the state rules so yeah but uh it's we have that kind of churches already oh okay yeah then they're so it's kind of, uh, uh, we call it pins a minute. I'm not sure uh, what it's, it is in English. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, maybe they'll grow or either that or you're going to have a lot more atheists there. So we'll see what happens. Mm. Atheists reunite. I like, but it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, talking about religion, uh, Trun is going to tell the truth about religion. And money this week. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Hey people, do you want to make a lot of money? A lot of money. Tons of money. And best of all, you don't have to pay any taxes whatsoever. Yes, then you're going to start a religion. Or just start a congregation in a church in all one already existing religion. Yeah, look at this. People like Kenneth Copeland... He earns $655,000 a year. John Haig, $1 million. Charles Blake, $900,000. And you got Benny Hinn, Ed Young, Franklin Graham, Joel Austin. Millions of millions of millions of dollars. And best of all, they don't pay any taxes. 
And you may think like, oh, religion, that's separate from state. No, it's not. Last year, the religious con- religious organization in the United States spent $390 million, $90 million, $390 million on lobbying for the, in the American Congress. Is that right? Do you think that's cool that these people can do that? You don't even have to be a religion. You don't have to be a Christian at all. You can just make up something. Yeah, like like Ron Hubbard did. He made up religion. A mediocre science fiction writer made up religion. And today, his followers, people are taking over this congregation, as making millions of millions. When Ron Hubbard died, he had a fortune on $600 million. Is this right? Ask yourself, isn't the time we start war against these people? Isn't the time we made them pay the fair share? I think so, and I hope you think so too. Because religion is almost soon to be a poison in American society, and the rest of the world too. I don't care if it's Islam, I don't care if it's Judaism, I don't care if it's Christianity. Religion is becoming a pain in the fucking asshole for the rest of us. Why should we follow their books? Why should we have respect for people just because they believe in fairy tales? I don't know. I don't give a shit anymore and I don't want to do it. Best first thing you can do is tax religion in your country. Tax them and tax them hard. Tax them like everyone else's business because religion is not longer a religion. It's business and it's power. And that's what it is. This was Trump. Trump tells the truth. Religious people, go fuck yourself. That was Tron with uh, Tron. Uh, Tron. <laughs> I, I can't speak today. Tron. <laughs> I, I have baby voice. Tron takes the tooth. What is it with me today? Um, have you watched the native this week, uh, Luke? Uh, yeah. Uh, new episode of Orphan Black this week. Yeah. saw that. Yay. I thought it was good. I saw some people complaining online that it was too confusing, but no. they're just it, they're just dumb apparently because I thought it was good. Uh Oh, Outsiders finale. Did you see the finale of Outsiders, yeah. bro? Uh amazing. This is like the best show on TV. Shut like this up. and <laughs> the 100 uh were Oof. probably the two best shows recently, uh which the 100 isn't over yet, but it, I think it's almost. The Outsiders finale like wow. Yeah. Like, you went on this whole ride for this whole uh, season, yep. and then right at the end, they just, like, threw this swerve at you that was, like... I... No, I, I nobody could have seen that. No, those things coming. I, no. I, I got swerved. Yeah, totally. Uh, Better Call Saul finale this week, which was also really good, I thought. Um, um I wasn't that happy with this. I thought it could have connected more to the Breaking Bad story yeah. for a season finale, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I I, I, I I will say this about season like I loved season one. I th- I thought season one was really good, but I there's something missing from season two. I feel I can't. I liked most of the season. I just thought it it just lacked that little punch right there at the end. Maybe. But yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Mm. What else have you seen? 
Uh, and then, I, I mean, I'm still watching Everybody Loves Raymond, and of course, the oh, yeah. mother died from that this week, which was sad, yeah. but I've still been watching some of that, so. Uh, yeah, that's what I saw she on TV this week. 90? 92. Yeah, yeah so she, she lived a long life. She did good, so. Yeah. She did good. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, she did good. Uh, what about you, Daniel? Oh, well, I've mainly been catching up on some stuff that I've got really behind on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been catching up on Total Divas. Why? Uh, because I love that show. Oh, we had the season finale of that this week, which I haven't seen yet. Though. I haven't seen that yet either, but right. I've been uh, watching a bunch of older episodes. Um, yeah, that, I guess, is like my uh, Judge Rinder, Jeremy Kyle guilty <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> Will you be watching the the new uh, Total Bella show or? You betcha. See if I, if <laughs> I'm thrilled. If we don't, if they leave the Total Divas show and they're just on that, and then Total yeah. Divas is all these other uh, divas, yeah, or I guess women superstars now. Um, I would I'd watch that show, and I'd just not watch Total Bellas because I hate like I I don't like them on this show, so. Well, you know there's there's going to be crossover episodes. Yeah, I suppose. And women from one show showing up on the other. But yeah, I'm, I'm just happy because there's going to be twice as much, hopefully, of of this awful, uh, wrestler-based yeah. reality stuff. I think the Total Bells is going to be something completely different from this, but... Yeah, but it is going to a lot less Nitus, so... Yeah, but uh, probably a lot less wrestling involved, probably a lot more, like, Kardashians, so. Yes, I think so, too. Keeping up with the Kardashians is the best show ever. <clears throat> no, it no, it isn't. I'm joking. Um, I've also been catching up with the Muppets, which is still really good, in my opinion. Um, but this week I also um, I managed to watch the first two episodes of The Path. Oh, what did you think? Uh, uh, I actually, the first one, I found, like, early on, I found it quite difficult to get into, because all of the characters are cult people, and it just makes me go, ah, just gives me shivers of not wanting to get involved. But um, I thought the first episode unfolded pretty interestingly, um, especially with the, like, showing certain scenes two times. I really liked that stuff, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the second episode a lot more than I did the start of the first. So I I think I'm I'm on board now. You're on board. That's cool. Yeah. I watched uh, something British this week. Uh, Broadchurch. Have you ever seen this? Uh, that. Ah, I have. I've... I never ever seen a single episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. So it how is... far through are you? Uh, season one. You, have you finished season one? Or yes. You okay. Well, that's that season's really good. The second season is not so great. Oh. Sadly. Oh, no. Um, I thought it was still worth watching, but it, it's not as interesting as the first one. Oh, it, no. Basically, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, it's a, a murder mystery yes. uh, series set in a small seaside town in Britain. And it has David Tennant in it. It does. Doctor Who himself. Yeah. Do you like Doctor Who, uh, Luke? 
Uh, not any of the new stuff, really. I, well, I mean, I don't know if I like it or not, because I haven't watched it, but uh, I was a fan of the uh, mid-80s stuff, so, when I was a little kid, yeah. Are you a Doctor Who fan, Luke? No, Dan, sorry. Uh, well, I guess I'm kind of the inverse of Luke, because yeah. I've not really gone back to the older stuff, but I am a big fan of the... The recent stuff, although recently yeah, the recent... quality's been a little down. Oof. <laughs> but uh, um, I also saw um, for the first time season one of Boardwalk Empire. Oh, I love that show. And it's bloody good. Oh, such a great like feel to the world they've created there. I I. Totally enjoy it. Like I, I can't wait to see uh, all five seasons. I and think Boardwalk Empire is very underrated. A lot of people complained about it a lot. I don't know why. I guess just because it wasn't as good as, I don't know. Sopranos. Yeah. Whatever else was on at the time. It's not trying to be Sopranos. No. Have you ever uh, heard about this look? I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Not my cup of tea. No. Uh, what is your uh, like? What is your cup of tea? I talk about it every week, bro. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of hard for uh, for me. I don't think I have a cup of tea. I think I see everything. Like I watch, I uh, like I I watch everything from Criminal Minds to. Empire to uh, Flesh and Bone to Fringe to I uh, yeah it certainly seems like you watch everything for yeah I I I have feeling that I'm watching everything like I, I can't wait to start for example uh, this week uh, uh, that I did not mention because I haven't seen it yet but I just uh, got it is the three first season of Big like, I love vampire things as well. What's the show called? Bitten. Bitten? Yeah. Oh, okay. I never heard about it. Like, someone told me about it, and I was like, okay, let's see one episode. And I thought the episode was good. But, uh, like, for example, one of my, like, l- I love to hate episodes uh, or or a series uh, that's new at the moment is called Damien. It's really, really, really awful. <laughs> uh, what is it? What is this on? The channel? I have no clue. Right. I remember talking about it um, back when we did what was going to be on this year, yeah. and it was one of oh, the ones God. like, "Why do they have so many uh, TV shows coming out about Satan?" But yeah. But th- this this is a follow up like series to. Uh, the brilliant movie um, oh, where the kid is six six six, where where Omen. Omen, yeah. Wait, this is actually based on the same stuff. Yes, and it follows the same storyline. Uh. This, this is Damien grown up. Right. Okay. And it's awful, and it's I think the last episode there was episode six, and I have to watch it. Like, I have to watch it. I think it's terrible. It's taking time to watch it. Actually, I don't Fro. Like it. <laughs> actually, you need to watch it three times. 
I just I just don't understand what it is with me and and shows. Like I watch everything, like all from Game of Thrones to Cutthroat Kitchen. I mean, I'm I'm really bad at choosing my my TV shows. I just think you don't have a uh... life. Yeah. I well, know. maybe that, and maybe you just don't have as your your standards are not as high. Maybe for I have certain standards. for TV. I'm friends yeah. with you. Um, I have standards. I said for TV, oh. and I also said uh, maybe not as high, meaning maybe not as high standards as me or somebody else. I'm sure there are people. Oh who yeah, have much, because you have. I'm re- sure there are. I know. <laughs> I know for a fact there there are people who have way lower standards than us. Yeah, TV, you, so. you have really high standards with your shows. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Everybody Loves Raymond. It is a good show, actually. So yeah, I was like, wait, what do I, how do I respond to that? But, but, but Mr. Uh, Total Divas, or... Hey, I didn't make the comment about standards. That <laughs> was... Or 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 his his really, really bad show. What is that show called again with the dri- uh, driving... People. Oh, Street Outlaws, which is coming back next week. That I, show? I love that show. Yeah, I mean, I watch terrible shows too, but I admit they're terrible. So. But I don't. I, I don't go. Well, I don't watch Judge Rinder and say it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I see the bad. Qu- okay. Let, okay. Let me get this straight uh, once for all. I. I. So you don't watch. Um, Street out- Outlaws because you think it's good. Uh, no, not not uh, as a TV show. No, mm-hmm. I mostly just watch it for the races. Like that characters uh, are terrible, especially the new one, like the second one they made about something else. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, the I characters haven't. in this show are. I haven't seen terrible. That. There isn't an interesting character in the whole thing, but in that show there is the one set of characters that. Farm truck and, yeah, farm and Asian. Truck. Those two guys. I mean, those guys are really interesting characters. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay, but I have the same thing with Judge Rinder. I don't think it's, I don't think it's good. Good. I watch it because I find it entertaining. Like, if I if I would pick a good show, I would say, oh, watch Judge Rinder. If you, I want something to do, to to entertain me, I would. Uh, watch Judge Rinder. Do you see the difference? Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, there's certain shows you have to sit down and watch, and there's other shows you can put on in the background, right? Right. Like, Big Brother is something you can put on the background, and it really doesn't matter how closely so I, you watch it. So I don't know. think Judge Rinder is the best show ever. No. Just to have that clear. Like, but I, you also watch The Kardashians, and you also watch so, Hannah Montana. But yeah, wait, let's move on. <laughs> bro, how, how do you not watch Total Divas? Um, that's a really good question. I have never gotten into it. <sighs> I think uh, one of my problems, and this no, uh, this looks no, no, as well. I have to see everything from the beginning. Right. Like I can't get into reality shows in the middle because I know I I need to know where where everything begin. Yeah, I'm the same. I need to start at the beginning of a show. Yeah, yeah I do so, the same. Yeah. So, uh, 
for example, my judgment on on that uh, crazy lady that can't wrestle. Uh, uh, Eva Marie. Eva Marie has nothing to do with Total Divas, actually. Well, you'd probably think less of her if you watch Total Divas. So. I guess so, and I, I've I've seen clips for from it, but it never like engaged me. If I if I'm going to see Total Divas uh, done, yeah, I have to see season one. Okay, well, you know what you've got to do then. Are you challenging me? To I am watching Total Divas. That's what I'm for doing for one season. Yeah. Yeah. Are you laying down a I'm, challenge? I'm laying the smackest down. Okay. I'm now going to the place where I don't steal. I borrow TV shows. And I'm... Season one is so much different than it is now. It's like a completely different television program. That's true. Yeah, because they they kind of halfway in the first season pretend that wrestling's real halfway okay. and halfway not. And now in these newer seasons, it's just like yeah, wrestling's fake. Five seasons? Like, yeah. Like yeah, that? they're really quick about it, and season? they've already got a spinoff. So they've been pumping this stuff out. This is how it works now with reality television in America. Uh, the same with this Street Outlaws show that I was talking about. They made a spinoff called. Street Outlaws New Orleans, and so they'll they'll go from the end of Street Outlaws New Orleans directly into Street Outlaws, and then when that season's over, they'll go back into Street Outlaws New Orleans. So there's no there may be a week or two gap in between, but there's Why? no time time in between, which is probably what they'll do with uh, Total Divas and Total Bellas. I'm now uh, as we speak uh, downloading Total Divas season. Well, that's probably not a good idea. I don't care. No, I meant for the connection for the call. Oh, right. You might want to pause that. <laughs> Let's pause that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't care if I tell people. Like, uh, like sure. I, I, I. But uh, yeah, okay. I will, I will see one. I will see one season of Top Livers, and I will tell you next week. I will put awesome. it on the top of my priority to watch all sixteen episodes. I'm very okay. happy oh about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot that there was that many, like, 16 episodes. No, 14, 14. 15, okay. 15 with a special after-party. I've oh. never seen any of the after-party ones. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you next week what I uh, I think of it. I'm going right. to watch all of it. Uh, can we move on now to what is going to get me through all these episodes of Total Divas? <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> I know. Uh, I have to say, I I, I have to make a, a, a what uh, what does it say when we have to make a announcement or a claimant or something before something. You make oh, a disclaimer. Disclaimer. Oh. Thank you. Uh, uh, the podcast uh, does not. Uh, uh, Think that you should speak, smoke uh, marijuana if it's not allowed in your where you live. No, the podcast doesn't think that. No, even if I do, <laughs> and even if uh, Luke uh, do, but I, I don't. Um, yeah, I'm even joking. if I can, because it is allowed where I live, so it's completely legal here. But really, we're not talking about smoking marijuana at all, so that's not really going to be an issue uh, for this podcast because we're going to be talking about the term 420. Well, which is associated with marijuana, but we're not really actually going to be talking about smoking marijuana. So, so 
what did you think 420 was, Luke? Uh, no, Dan, before. Yeah, you uh, know. Have you heard of this? I yes, I've heard of it. Uh, don't don't you worry, I've heard of it. <laughs> when did you um, first hear about it? I guess Dan. Like, when was the first time in your life, like high school, you heard it from like a friend or something? High school. Actually, you know what? It was probably the the start of university. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was before then. Uh, but I was trying to think when when you guys said that this was going to be a topic today whether I actually knew what the origin of this was. And I thought I must have heard it at some point, but I don't know. Somehow, something must have addled my mind and it didn't stick. Um, <laughs> Could that have to do with... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, it turns out I had no idea what the uh, the origin of this was. If I had to have guessed, I would have said maybe it was something to do with Something from the Rastafarians, or uh, just some date when uh, a big popular event in weed history occurred. Right. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, like when I saw this on, on, on the topic list, I, I think I asked Luke, why are we talking about the therm? 420 and Luke said because it's uh, going to happen on 420 mm. and I was like okay but what is it <laughs> oh wow <laughs> which I thought about it this week I've never really thought about it until having to think about it in the context of this podcast but right the date where you are it would be 24 16 right yeah. so it doesn't really yeah. even make sense where you are so oh. yeah that make it uh in America, it makes more sense as far as the date goes than it does in other countries, I suppose. But, but it has no meaning to me whatsoever before this week. Really? Yeah. Huh. May, I, do you think that's because it's not a thing in Norway or just you'd never heard of it? Okay. It's not a thing in Norway and I never heard about it. Something tells me other Norwegians we know may have heard of it. <laughs> But someone, <laughs> someone that has been on the show. <laughs> Who could that be? So you never heard of it? That's interesting. When I was a kid, I, I think I probably heard about it first time, uh, in like beginning of high school, maybe end of middle school, sometime around then. And I always thought it was the penal code in California for marijuana possession. That was like yeah. the rumor when I was a kid. That's the urban legend that, right. that I spotted as well. Uh, which that, I mean, I don't live far away from California, so that makes sense that that would be the urban legend in my area, I guess. And kind of the same thing with you and the Rastafarians, maybe, uh, Dan. As far as it, that's probably was the rumor in your area because it's more a locale than anything else, I guess. Perhaps. Um, but I looked up – did you guys – I didn't send you this, but I went on Snoops and I checked out some of the other like uh, conspiracy theories over the over time of 420. Do you want to read off some of these? Yeah, but explain what Snoops is to people that don't know. Oh, Snoops is a website. I think everybody knows what it is, snoops.com. No. No, wait, 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 wait. I've never used this before this week. You've never – what? Never ever. Wow, well, a lot of new new things okay. to do this. Can yeah, I we, just I interject? All the time. Never. I, I'm sure it's pronounced Snopes. 
Right. I. It is, but Fro's saying it that way, so I'm saying it that oh, way. Oh, Fro's saying it that way. I, that's, like, because I don't know. <laughs> Fro said it that way because Luke said it that way. Yes, I said it because you said it that way. <laughs> oh, okay. Silly goose. Well, Snoops, Snoops, uh, <laughs> see, now, now you got me saying it all uh, kinds of ways. We are not Play it however you like, that's fine. I promise. I, you've never used this site before, Fro? Never. I have a hard time believing that. It's true. Huh. Dan, you, I'm assuming you've used it. Yes, I've used it. Why okay. should I use it? Because when you see things on the internet that you question, that's like the place you go. Google. Yeah, when you go to Google, it will take you here. Uh, I've never, ever, never, ever been here before. Ever. Okay, so Snopes is basically the internet... Uh, urban legend debunker. Yes. Right, and it's a website that goes over pretty much everything. And if you have, uh, anything you see on Alex Jones' uh, uh, website or anything like that, go here first before you believe any of it. And um, and, uh, and uh, I have to say that this has now become one of my favorite sites to go to. By the way. Yeah, it's a really good one. I mean, I only use it when I see something and I go, that seems fake, uh, and I'll go here. Um, but yeah, they have a section on here about 420. And the first one, as far as uh, kind of conspiracy theories over time go, about where this came from, where 420 came from, was uh, the penal code for marijuana in California, which we said – uh, and and police radio code uh, in New York was another conspiracy theory, but there that's not how police codes work because that's the numbers are four, uh, so there's no way that could have been a police r- radio code, uh, anyways. Uh, oh, and then it was the date that Jim Morrison or Jim, Jimi Hendrix died was one of the uh, conspiracy theories. Now you see that sounds like something I would believe. <laughs> yeah. Another one is that uh, April 20th is the best time to plant marijuana. <laughs> mm, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Which I don't know how. I mean, that's kind of like dependent on what kind of plant you're growing. I mean, like if you grow any plant, you grow it from a seed or you grow it from a start you get at the store. It's going to be different timing depending on. So that doesn't make sense to me. And then, depending on where you are, like, if you were in Mexico or you were in Canada, it'd be totally different. So, yeah. Uh, and it's also, Sasser, it is the codes you send to a drug dealer's pager. <laughs> would which, be also kind of strange. I'm sure that maybe was a thing for somebody somewhere, but that would be the worst code of yeah. all time. <laughs> like not tricking anybody. I thought this one was interesting. Uh, Albert Hoffman took the first uh, deliberate LSD trip at 4:20 on April 19th, 1943, and it says this actually did happen. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't huh. where this came from. He it, from his uh, medical notes, he actually did take it, uh, but it was on April 16th at 4:20 in 1943. 
the most funny one I found was like when the Grateful Dead toured, they always stayed in room 420. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if your hotel didn't have that many rooms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to have 420 room or we're uh, staying here. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, that would be explicitly uh, kind of weird and unpractical. <laughs> but yeah, those are some of the weird conspiracy theories, I guess. Some of those I had heard over time uh, in my life. Um specifically that first one and then uh the chemical this one was one it's the number of the chemical compounds in marijuana i had heard that somewhere as well but that's not true apparently the chemical compound for marijuana is 315 Mm. so yeah Mm. so 15th of march new (laughs) yep Setting setting up a new one yep yep let's take that one that one's ours that one's ours I'm not a part of this. <laughs> so, Dan, when you did look up the actual story, what did you think? Ah, uh, I mean, I thought it sounded strangely uh, small scale. and I thought, I mean, I, I'm going to say that this is the generally accepted story. I don't mm. know if this is true. Because I don't know how much I accept this, but go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently... This story, well, the the term originates just from a group of five high school students in uh, San Rafael in California or something. Right. And And, apparently what I – I saw an interview with these five guys uh, on YouTube that people can find out there. um, And they were saying that they had gotten a tip from a a military buddy – these are five high school students who apparently have a friend who is, like, in the Navy. I can and believe that. Their friend who was in the Navy, him and his friend were apparently growing marijuana somewhere in the hills in this in San Rafael. But they couldn't go get it because they thought that their uh, command, commanding officers were watching them. And they didn't want to tip off their commanding officers to where it was. This so sounds they so gave, stupid. Right, so they gave these five teenagers a map to go find this marijuana crop. <laughs> Does this sound convoluted? <laughs> it sounds like a, a sequel to to the Goonies or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't. What would you call that? Uh, Stoonies. Uh, the stu- Yeah, the Stoonies. Stoonies. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they called themselves the Waldos. But uh, hey, by the way. Uh, yeah. This everybody loves Raymond Star was ninety, not ninety two. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I read it wrong, or somebody had wrong information on the article I was reading. Um, can't always trust everything on the internet. Uh, Sorry. And I guess what? that goes to what we're talking about right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you think they it, were called Waldos because they went searching for something? <laughs> That's what I thought at the beginning, but it turns out it was because they used to hang out on a wall. Like, that was their hangout spot. There was, like, a wall on the backside of the school that they would hang out next to this statue of Louis Pasteur. This origin just gets lamer and lamer. (laughs) Yeah. 
But apparently, from everybody or every source I've looked at, this is the generally accepted uh, story of where this came from. So yeah. uh, I don't know how much I believe it, but so yeah, they would meet at 4:20 at this Louis Pasteur statue that was near this wall that they used to hang out by to go look for this weed crop uh, because some of them had sports after school. So <laughs> school got out at three. They got done with sports at four. By 420, they could all meet up. That was where 420 came from. Boring. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, actually. I mean, would that would that be where you thought it came from? No, no. Never. So it was a joke. Do you think that's where it came from? No. Like, I don't know. That seems really far-fetched to me. I can kind of believe it. I mean, from from what I read, though, it gained popularity because these guys supposedly knew the Grateful Dead or something? <laughs> I think the Grateful Dead have connections to San Rafael in some way, and so that's how this day can, people connect it. But apparently it got really big as a term in this high school. And then the high school kids, it kind of spread into the city. And then the Grateful Dead picked it up. And then it got picked up by High Times, the magazine. And then it kind of just exploded from there. Yeah, that's the accepted story. Some of that stuff seems a little bit sketchy. Why do these high school friends have – why are they friends with like – these navy people well one of them could have had a a brother or something that was in the navy right i guess that makes sense it just seems strange and that the map from the navy guys because they couldn't go collect that, it yeah. because they were being watched that's the part that's, <laughs> that, that it seems really far-fetched and like it kind stretch. of thing like there seems like one of those things where like your friend would be like in high school oh yeah i just totally made that up and it turns out <laughs> that it was something from like the 70s and they just heard it somewhere and they thought they made it up but they were just the dumb call, uh, high school kid you know what i mean uh it seems like when these people were looking back they go oh yeah that was us but it could have come from anywhere in my opinion but uh as far as an, a generally accepted story i guess this is what it is hmm. i guess I, for me for me for me the the, the term and the organization around it it's it, it 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 is strange how how much it has grown like it, it is a term that is used really often in america would you say look i don't think it was it's used very often. i mean it's a generally accepted term that um you'll see in certain circles of people i guess um Okay, if you asked your uh, parents' parents, would do, do you think they would know? Uh, my is? grandparents are dead, so okay. no. Yeah, but but, but my they were my parents long. when I was in high school probably would not have known what this was. Okay. Now I bet they do. So uh-huh. it's it's spread enough in those amount of years that it's gotten bigger even since then. Reefer madness is spreading. Right. <laughs> but. Uh-oh. I, I think it's kind of a term uh, all over the world, in from what I understand, but but yeah, I, I, it definitely has grown in people knowing about it. The, the interview I walked, watched with these guys on YouTube, they were talking about how uh, 
it was used as a code uh, kind of so that people didn't know what it meant. That way they could walk down the hallway and be like, hey, 420 at Louie, meaning meet meet at 420 at the Louis Pasteur sta- statue. So they kind of used it as a code so other people wouldn't know what they were talking about in the hallway. Mm. And it kind of... Uh, I think that's how... It being kind of a code is what uh, put it in kind of folklore in a way. What about you, Dan? Is it a, a term that you use in circles around... Do I, don't, I, prob- I probably don't use the term very much. I don't think many people around... I don't think many people in the UK use the term very much, but the thing nowadays is that any time there's a a national or international day of for something, the internet tells us that it's that. Mm. So I you saw, can't... yeah, I saw this saw a 420 on my Facebook trending like this morning. Yeah, so. exactly. You can't pass the the 20th of April anymore without just being bombarded on any social media platform or potentially google um with with a bunch of weed culture Mm. is there something we haven't talked about when it comes to this you want to here's something interesting uh the in fast times at ridgemont high the football game score was 420 or 42 to zero on purpose Uh, (laughs) most all of the clocks in pulp fiction are set to 420 no, uh, yep. that's funny. So interesting. I mean, I've seen other things like that in movies before that kind of like you're like, why did they put that in there? But yeah, interesting. Hmm. Some cool. other things. Oh, Hitler was born on 420. But yay, <laughs> yay. But that's not really related. It's just well, kind of. I mean, a, well, maybe if he'd been blazing, he wouldn't have been so worried about all the rest of the stuff he'd done. <laughs> Right, uh, he would have just been like, ah, I'm out of jail, man, it's cool. That's I don't need to go bothering everybody else. I'm just going to chill here. Let's find something else. I'm going to grow a beard. Dan, <laughs> 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 uh, have you watched any movies this week? Yes, I, I have seen a couple of movies. Yay! Um, I went to visit a friend. And so we finally got around to watching a horror film that I've been wanting to see for a while. Oh, I hope it's the horror movie I've seen this week, okay? What, I, hmm. what it, movie is it? Well, it's The Babadook. Oh, okay, I've seen that long time ago. Yeah, I thought you might have seen that already. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, me and this buddy of mine, we like to watch horror films and and scare ourselves, so I've been holding on to, to that one because I heard it was so good. It is. I finally got around to watching it, and it is really good. Oh, it's so good. Um, it could have been slightly scarier, but it was still pretty scary. Um, but I really like the approach at the genre that it takes. It doesn't go the way you expect it to go. <laughs> oh, and it's definitely. so good for that. I love that. Have you that seen It Follows? Of... Not yet. That's the next one that I'm oh. going to watch with this friend of mine. Oh. Have you seen that? Yeah. Recently? Yeah, not not recently, but I saw it when it came out. Okay. But uh, I I actually saw a horror movie uh, this week uh, called The Witch. Oh, interesting. And it was awesome. It was so good. I I had really high expectations for that movie. I've heard very interesting things. Yeah. So I would have pretty high expectations too. 
And yeah, I want to see it as well. It just it was one of the ones I wanted to see this week. It just didn't happen in the time frame. Right. Yeah, it came out this week. And yeah. It's it's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I really liked it. I think it's one of this year's best horror movies. So far. excellent. Well, that'll probably go on my list. And I'll probably get to see that in two years as well. <laughs> yeah, The Witch with two Vs instead of a W. Yep. Um, I also saw um, well, what I'm going to challenge Luke to see in, uh, in a week. Because he is freaking going to hate it. While I found it kind of good. And uh, it's risen. Have you heard about this, Luke? Uh, no. It's uh, from 2016, um, and uh, it uh, has one famous actor. I'm trying to speak really slowly so I can Google it while <laughs> I'm talking. Uh, Joseph Fiennes? Joseph Fiennes, yes. Uh, do you, have you heard anything about this, look? No. It's, uh, it's a biblical movie. Well... Oh, Risen. Yeah, okay. Risen. So, in uh, 33 AD, a Roman tribute in Judea is uh, tasked to find the missing body of executed Jew that rumored to risen from the dead. And it. Uh, oh, okay, so it's the Easter story. Yes. And it has uh, Peter Firth and... It sounds like something, if I started watching it, I wouldn't make it all the way through, but I'll try. Mm. Yeah. See what happens. I'm challenging you. I'm laying down the smackdown. I won't guarantee you I'm going to be able to make it all the way through, but I'll give it a shot if I can find it. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So, Tom Felton is in this film. Mm -hmm. The actor who played uh, the Malfoy boy in Harry Potter. Yes. That Malfoy boy, of course... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Tom Felton? No, no, I meant the character's name. Oh, it doesn't really matter. In Harry Potter? (laughs) Okay. Or in this? In Harry Potter. Wasn't that, uh... It's Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy, wasn't it? Ah, you see, I thought it was Lucius Malfoy. No. That's his father. That's his father. Because his character in Risen is Lucius. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I liked it. And I don't know why I liked it. I have no reason to like it. But I thought it was good. Have you any, uh, seen <laughs> anything on movie? Luke? Oh, me. Luke. Right. You. Uh, yeah, I saw. I, I got around to watching Anchorman 2, which I had not seen. I oh, saw that. Okay. What did you um, think about it? I thought it was not... It definitely wasn't as good as Anchorman 1, oh, and they were yeah. definitely super formulaic. Yeah. But yeah. I like the kind of story it was going with, talking about uh, the national media and things like that. And mm-hmm. some of the jokes about CNN and things like that were funny. Uh, I enjoyed that. There was a strange thing where the guy... Uh, he, Ron makes him change his name to, like... Yeah. Uh, I think it was Dick Fat or something like P H A T. Uh, 
And I thought it was weird because I've been I remember that lady I pointed out to you on MSNBC, Fro. Yeah. And I was like, this lady's name is a little weird. Yeah. Her name. Uh, uh, this is a real lady, not in the movie. This is a lady on MSNBC. Her name is Casey Hunt. So that's Casey a weird Hunt? name. Oh. Okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Man. Think about it for a couple okay. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not maybe a great name for a news reporter, but uh, and I kind of and then I saw this movie, it made me laugh because they make this guy change his name to something weird. Uh, I thought it was strange that this lady had a name like that as well. But yeah, it was, I thought it was a funny movie, but it wasn't great. Yeah, that's a good description of it. Uh, now we are going to listen to the trailer for it's a. The Jungle Book. This there. I've been there. Have you? Mm. Yeah, it's somehow both in California and Florida. Are you alone out here? I love Scarlet. What are you doing so deep in the jungle? What a pleasant voice. Yeah. That couldn't possibly be threatening. <laughs> Don't you know what you are? Yeah, this is just reminding me of her as a operating system I'm now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know where you came from. What did I say this director's name was? John Favreau. This is a weird jungle. I, got, I always thought that when I was a kid. What kind of jungle has bears and monkeys and tigers? Uh, this jungle. Let go of your fear now. Indian jungle? Yeah, I was thinking. I didn't want to say it. And trust. And trust. Look at this list. Like Bill Murray King. It's. It's. Can it be bad? That was from the Lion King. The Jungle Book. Well... Oh, that's the song I butchered. Yep. <laughs> so, that was the trailer for The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. Yep, so a uh, quick description, I guess, if anybody doesn't know what it is. Mm. Man-cub uh, Mowgli flees the jungle after the threat from uh, the tiger Shere Khan. Uh, yeah, I guess that's where we'll leave it off. I don't want to ruin anything. For some reason, IMDb likes to put things that ruin the movie in their description. So. It Does it say, like, any kills the tiger? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm trying not to spoil things and Fro's like, hey, end of the movie. Very <laughs> helpful. I, I, but it, it, it's based on the on the same, uh, like, if they don't kill the tiger in this movie, I'm going to be really disappointed. Like, I remember what happened in the, in the original Jungle Book. Now, when you say the original, which one do you mean? That's what I was going to say. The book it ends different than the cartoon. Well, I haven't read the book. Are you talking about the cartoon? 
Yes. Okay, now I'm not sure that that Shere Khan dies in the cartoon. He does. He gets burned. Now doesn't doesn't Mowgli tie a burning stick to his tail and then he you just see him running away with a a burning stick tied okay. to his tail. Okay, I I thought he, well, he got burned, but that's me. Yeah, maybe that was insinuation, I guess. Yeah. I didn't even remember that, to be honest with you, but... Yeah, I haven't seen the Jungle Book in so Oh, yeah, spoilers years. for the cartoon, too. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. Ooh. I don't know who hasn't seen this that's listening to this, but... Yeah, that's... Spoilers that, all over the place. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, yeah, this has got an 8, 1 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's mm. really high. Yeah. Like, 94%. Impressive. We lost Luke. No, I'm here. Oh. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> yeah. Do we want to move on to the uh, the, uh, our reviews of it, bro? Sure. Where did you find your review, Luke? Right, so I went to their Facebook, the Jungle Book Facebook page, and I looked up, uh, I kind of just went into their comment section and found some reviews from people who had seen the movie. So this one's from a guy named Papia Roy. Paparia Okay. Papia Roy. Okay. Yep, probably somebody from another country. Sounds maybe South American. Uh, it says, amazing, amazing, amazing. Brilliant work. I had trouble watching it with the 3D glasses as it seemed too real. I was stressed and couldn't <laughs> breathe at times. Too much violence and raw nature. I could die of cardiac arrest. Too much for me. Brilliant <laughs> filmmaker. He almost killed me. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> That's so I can't tell if he liked it or didn't. He loved it, but he almost died from it. So That sounds it was little... too real. A little too over the top. Uh, I was just going to say Taylor, but uh, Dan. Right. Well, uh, I I went to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. As I would pronounce it. Um, and a man called Mark. <laughs> Is there another way to pronounce that? Yes. Ask Luke. Oh. What What is it called, Luke? Say it again. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Ah, tomatoes, tomatoes. Let's get a whole thing off. Bingo. Okay. And uh, a guy called Mark said that the Jungle Book is hampered by a narrative that can be reduced to boy outwits tiger. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That sounds a little harsh to me, but Uh, it's also true. mm Mm-hmm. Um, I I picked this guy because he had uh, such a cool name. His name is David Mad Dog Bradley, and he re- writes for an Australian paper called Rip It Up. John Favreau's attempt, uh, discussing by some truly spectacular CG animated visuals, a cast fine star uh, vocalist, and a non-stop heavy-handed environmental message. Replacing Rippage's racist subtexts. So, he liked it. Mm. That was a different review. Mm. Interesting that you bring up race. Because I heard recently uh, some professors uh, criticizing this movie because it's not a 
it's not an anti-racist enough attempt to tell a story that's got racist issues in it. Okay. Right. I don't know how that works, considering there's, like, one human character in the movie. Right. Right. But okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe it has to do with the voice actors or something like that. Who knows? But I've heard that from a lot of people that this is maybe not a children's film. Um, some younger kid, younger younger kids maybe shouldn't go see this movie. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that, that a lot of parents are having a problem with it uh, being a little too violent, maybe, and a little too scary for young young kids. Maybe it is that Idris Elba is playing the tiger, mm. and the ti- and Idris Elba is the only one that's black, and he's the one that gets burned. I no, I think that's it. No, that's not true because <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o is black and she's she's playing a wolf whose name I can't remember. Oh. So that doesn't hold up. I was trying to find something racist. Great, that's a good idea. I <laughs> I didn't mean it that Let's way. Let's find something racist. <laughs> Let's find something. I didn't mean it that way. Come on. All right. I meant it like I was trying to maybe find the excuse for the ra- that it was a racist. Oh, forget it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about something brilliant. Uh, let's talk about the path, episode four. Episode four, Luke. Mm-hmm. Did you like this week's episode? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I thought there was a certain part that I had to go through it twice uh-huh. and go, wait, it, how does this connect to the other, to last week? But um, other than that one little part, uh, it was really good, yeah. Yeah, I really liked it, and I hope it's the same part I had problems with this week. Okay. Uh, recap and good intro. And I, I have to talk a little about the intro. Uh, we, 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 we talked some about it but there there's a point in the intro that i wanted to talk to you uh, look because all, all the intro is is all uh, animation uh did you see you saw the skeleton in this intro right um do you remember the skeleton underwater uh yeah i guess so that gets a yellow snake around mm. it. Sure, yeah. And that could be uh, kind of... I thought it was kind of uh, maybe a, a, a mark of uh, their leader. Well, obviously I, it has to do with the guy in, in, the, in the hospital bed right. who is their leader, but... I don't know if that's foreshadowing anything necessarily. That could just be from this perspective, because it's trying to go from kind of like a ayahuasca trip look to it. So yeah. it could just be like symbolism more than um, actual death, if that makes sense. So we start uh, at home with Eddie and his wife. She's asking him if uh, if he loved her, and when. When we're talking about her, we're talking about the lady that died in the last episode. Miranda. Miranda. Which we thought you thought she died, but I said 
I don't think we've been shown that she actually committed suicide. Oh, no, I, I, I thought she died. Right. And then we get the FBI agent uh, reading out of this book I want so much that is called The Ladder. Oh my gosh, how much did you want this book, Luke? Oh uh, yeah, and he shows he reads a bit of text out of it, and he shows some pictures. It looks interesting. It not as maybe not as big of a book as I thought it was going to no. be. No, but yeah, this is thin. This is this is is kind of it's maybe th- maybe a hundred and fifty page paperback, maybe. Ooh, I think it's less than that. I think it's like seventy five to a hundred. Uh, no, it, it's more than that, I think. But, yeah, uh, so. yeah, I mean, that's debatable, I guess, okay. obviously. Yeah, I mean, when we don't have the real material <laughs> in front of us. Right, exactly. It, it I'm is, just going by the thickness of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of a guess game. And uh, I love that uh, uh, they have this uh, picture of, uh, it says truth, and it was kind of a destroyed kind of settlement. Uh, uh, well, yeah, with the flood, it was looked like a biblical flood thing going yeah. on. But you missed the picture before that of the alligator cockatoo. Yeah, it was like an alligator with a cockatoo. That? And and he was like, "This thing is gonna come get us when when the rapture happens." Apparently. Yeah, the cockatoo or the crocodile. It was a crocodile <laughs> with a cockatoo head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it a crocatoo. A crocatoo. A crocatoo. Yeah. A crocatoo. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it uh, it was kind of strange. Um, but uh, then we go uh, back to the compound and we see two people that we haven't seen before uh, coming with Eddie and his wife. Weren't these the people that were in Peru with uh, Cal when they were praying around the hospital bed? I did not recognize them. Oh, okay, I thought maybe that these were people that were there i didn't remember yeah. either but i think i think they may have been okay if you yeah. say so i'm not i'm not 100 percent, but okay. i think they no, might no, no, yeah might be but we we understand that their position is welcome there like we we don't know where they fit in yet mm-hmm. uh then we get cal uh visiting the dead girl on the hospital and she's not dead <laughs> Miranda, right. Yeah. She's really awake. I was so sure she was dead. Well, she was bleeding from the mouth. Uh, that's kind of... You would think that would signify death, but no. Apparently no. she's alright. Mm-hmm. She's okay. Well, she got a broken arm, but other than that... Yeah. Well, ooh. Do, do you know what? I would rather have a broken arm than being dead, to be honest, Luke. I'm probably, not... probably, yeah. No. I don't know how it is with you, but I, I, I... I'm not 100% certain on that, but I'm pretty sure that uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, and uh, and they talk about what she did or did did not do. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, this was a weird scene. It almost seemed like Cal was trying to trick her into thinking the opposite of what she thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because and uh, we go directly from that scene to Kyle kind of reporting to Eddie and his wife. So it, I, I find that interesting because we see like clip back and forward from the hospital bed. Oh right, yeah. To Cal like saying 
uh, reporting what she said, but holding some things back. And you see how Eddie like reacts on this. Oh well, yeah, because Eddie knows that none of it's true, and yeah. Cal's telling him one thing. And as we're seeing Cal say one thing, uh, Miranda in the other scene is saying the exact opposite, and they're kind of putting the juxtaposing them together. It is a good scene, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we go to uh, their uh, kind of meditation round circle, where they use this weird box uh, with uh, lights, and it looks like. Have you? It it kind of looks like you're having an MR, not 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 an MR. EKG. EKG, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. It has the contact pads that you connect to yourself or whatever, but it looks like they're doing it in kind of like a, uh, what do you call that kind of meditation where like you find your power points and they're like aligning their chakras. That's what it is yeah. with these like, uh, with these medical pads. Yeah. And we see the rich uh, people from the last episode uh, uh, visiting their son. Uh, that really looks good. He looks like, he gone through a tremendously big change. Yeah, he also seems a little brainwashed, but yeah. Well, uh, his father thinks so. His father... I thought so right at the beginning when he's like, I mean, you don't make a change like that in in your mental mindset uh, so quickly yeah. uh, without it being a little. He, he had been there two weeks. They said, yeah. So he what the th- I what I got from it. That them saying two weeks was that he probably went through the same program Eddie did. See what I'm saying? Ah. Yeah, the two weeks. Yeah, so. Maybe. That's interesting. Uh, okay, Eddie visits the hospital to find out uh, or talk to Miranda. Correct. And uh, he, he uh, gets upset uh, when... They tell uh, him that he is there, that he, that she wrote herself out of the hospital, and he, yeah, he gets mad and irritated and kind of loses his shit. Um, then we see a picture of this bird. What is this bird look? Is it a fal- falcon? A uh, picture. Oh, you, there's an actual bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the guy who was in Peru with Cal. I know this guy was there when they were praying over the bed. And I believe the two other people that are uh, at the compound now, uh, the lady with the burned hands and the guy with the scarf, uh, <laughs> they were there as well. So these are the four people that were there praying with Cal. Uh, over Steve's bedside yeah, earlier. And they're, yeah, and they're talking in the cell phone about uh, things to do with with uh, their leader. Uh, uh, this we... was an interesting scene, though, bro. Like, he's... Uh, Cal's, like, saying, what's going on? Why are these... Why did you send these people up to the compound? Are they here to check me out? And the guy goes, you're 10R. You should know everything already. And he's like, well, I don't know why they're here. And he's like, but you're 10R. You're the highest level. You should know what everybody's thinking all the time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah so he's kind of believing his own bullshit. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Maybe because I'm I'm not thinking that that he has that high clearance or whatever you can call it. Uh, well, we do find that out now, I guess. In this scene, we find out they're both obviously the highest level, which yeah. is tenor. Yeah. Tenor. Yeah. Um, then we go to the school, uh, and we see uh, the classmates of. Hawk and then uh, Betsy. Talking about the religion. Oh, okay. No. No? Yeah, Hawk and his friends are talking about the religion. Yeah. And then Bet- Betsy passes him the note. There you go. And then, and you see Hawk looking at Betsy. Because he's so cute. And it says... Uh, what does it say Say on the, the thing he gets? He get, it says... It's like Matthews some... Four. So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it says Matthews, 4 p.m., you, me, cheese fries. Right. So I'm assuming <laughs> Matthews is a restaurant. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming it's cheese fries because she knows that he's a vegetarian. So it's kind of oh. pointing out that she knows a, a, a bit about him. So oh. she obviously has a little crush going on. Or it could just be that everyone loves cheese fries. <laughs> that is, I mean, that's I mean... true. And, yeah. And those cheese fries, like, that cheese probably has animal in it, and those fry grease is probably made of animal fat, but mm, whatever. Delicious grease. Mm, yeah. Grease lightning. Um, <laughs> then we go back to... I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, uh, uh, then we go back to the rich um, guys having a sit-down with Eddie's wife uh, about their son. And uh, they want to take him out of uh, the path, and they uh, and she said, tells them that if she does that, it is going to be incredibly dumb. And uh, well, that he's going to go straight back to heroin yeah, yeah. is what she's saying. Yeah. Then we see Cal practicing before the eye. Uh, oh well, you got to go back. We find out what the green juice is in this scene. Oh, did we? Yep. Uh, remember, she says he, the guy goes, "What? What did you give him to to cause oh, yeah. this to happen?" Oh, yeah. And she says, uh, "Dimethyltryptamine." And oh. so the guy, the old, the older rich guy, he looks it up on his cell phone and he says, uh, "Ayahuasca." Yeah. She says, "Well, it's something like ayahuasca." And if you know what DMT is, DMT is basically the uh, chemical equivalent of the of what's in ayahuasca, so it's like uh, chemically made ayahuasca, basically. Really? Yeah, and it, I found it strange that this they have the like that green juice that they gave Cal and they gave uh, Miranda. It was in like what would you say like a one liter bottle, maybe? Man, yeah, something like that. Like the dosage for DMT is like five milligrams, which okay. is so tiny that giant bottle. I guess I don't know what they would need that giant bottle for, but I guess it was just for the look of it. But it, it doesn't work as far as actual chemical compound would work. So, but maybe they have it uh, mixed with something else. Right, but I mean that's what she said in the scene. It could in, be so. green tea, for all we know, mixed with. It those. looked like it looked like uh, when you make a like when you juice a vegetable right. juice juicer, yeah. But then they probably put that five milligrams. I'm just saying five milligrams is like that's tiny. Ti- that's like grains of sand. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm. 
So you wouldn't need that giant thing of juice for it, but... Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Cal is practicing uh, before the eye about uh, speech he's holding, and uh, Eddie comes in, in uh, kind of disturbing him in the middle of this one-way one one speech. And uh, they talk about Miranda, and they also talk... About uh, uh, Eddie keeping with his wife and how they break. What does he say? He wants him to move to to level seven. R. Yeah. He wants him to move up to R seven, which or seven R, which mm. Cal is at R ten R. So Cal wants to be like his mentor to move him through seven R, is what he says. Basically, Cal is trying to control him. I mean, I wanted Eddie to just say. I but, know you're lying. Yeah. F you. Yeah. <laughs> right here, but he didn't. So, but I think it's leading to that. You could feel the tension between them as far as in this conversation. So yeah. yeah. Then we see uh, Cal uh, talking on the phone uh, to John. Uh, that uh, was uh, the rich man. Uh, and that they have taken out uh, their son out mm-hmm. of the treatment thing, and and Cal is angry at uh, at uh, uh, at Eddie's wife for not uh, telling him um, that uh, he went out of this. Uh, then we see this uh, place uh, that they want to meet up. Uh, 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 Eddie's son and his girlfriend. She's right, they're getting cheese fries. Yeah. She's so pretty. Uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a high school girl though, so watch out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How old are they in high school? I have no idea, but uh, this is uh, generally supposed to be a high school girl. I could look up what, what, how actually old she is. The actress. This yeah. too. Because I have naughty thoughts about her, <laughs> but yeah, they uh, this uh, they speak uh, about uh, him in the religion and what he's allowed and not allowed to do, and they talk about music uh, mainly. And um, uh, he to- tells her that he is allowed to listen to all what he what she called old folks music. So she gives him a MP3 player with some cool new music, and he's discovered outside this uh, cafeteria thing of another member of the path. Ooh, ooh! Then we see Eddie's wife uh, down at the docks um, uh, at the water. I I don't know why I called the docks in my papers there. Well, it's a dock. Yeah. It is a dock, but yep. It's a small lake. It looks like this girl is 21. She was born in 1995, so you're safe for her. Oh, good. Woo. And she's Canadian, apparently. Strangely. Oh. Maybe I will smear some maple leaf on that. <laughs> maple leaf. All right. I think you mean maple syrup. <laughs> maple but, syrup. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that. Thank I'm just you. gonna smear some leaves on her. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't you do that when you have sex, Dad? <laughs> no, that yeah, might be before going. I have sex, I always have to rake the yard. That's important. <laughs> it's really important because raking is sexy. Okay, back to this show. Um, she's, she's, <laughs> sorry. she's sitting by the lake and... Uh, Sarah is sitting by the lake, yeah. right? And Eddie comes down to talk to her, and they have the romantic "we're getting back together" talk, right? I did not like this. This is the part I did not like of this show. I don't think they fit together, like at all. What is a couple? Yeah. Uh, I, what I thought this scene was trying to get across is that they do. But she's just lost in this religion, and he's not. And that's why they're not getting along. So. Maybe. Yep. Um, this, this series is going to end in a mass suicide, isn't it? I don't think so. But I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute what I think is happening. So. Ooh, you have theories. Cool. Yep. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they play around, uh, Dan. By the sea. And what do you think happen when people play down uh, around by the sea? Uh, they get sand everywhere. No. Oh. They, they are on the on the dock. Oh. And they play they, around. They, they fall in the sea. Of course they fall in the sea. Hooray. It's a lake. Uh, but lake, not the yeah. sea, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so they get wet and it's cold and they uh, kiss and... Uh, they are called and they run. And right, they're all wet and they kiss. It's that classic Ugh, scene. Gotcha. Yep. Stupid. Then Carol gets uh, visited by this Afro-American older lady, and uh, they start talking about uh, 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 this big thing they're they're holding. It's uh, it's like they're. It sounds like they're Christmas, is what it yeah, sounds like. To me. Almost. Yeah. And she she said, "Well, I will do it." And 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 he's like, "No, I want to do it." No, no, no. I wrote in my notes, "Most passive aggressive religion ever." Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so passive aggressive religion. I told. She's you. like, "Oh, I'll do it. Don't worry about it." And yeah. he's like, "No, no, I'm already taking care of it." And she's like, "No, you're not. I'm taking care of it." And he's like, "No, no, I'm taking care of it." And, oh, okay, you take care of it. She's like, "I will. Thank you." It's like. <laughs> But they obviously were fighting over control. Very passive-aggressive. Didn't Hawk say that they were all supposed to speak their mind? Right, yeah. That's the whole point mm. of the religion. Yep. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of holding back in this religion about not holding back. Um, then we see Cal uh, visiting his whore. I mean, his friend. Um, Mary. <laughs> this is the heroin addict oh, from the I first just, couple episodes. I just fucking hate her. I just fucking hate her. I I can't. Ooh. I can't say how much I hate this character. She's destroying the fun of the path for me. <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh. it's just it's creepy. She's. I wrote down. I wrote down on my notes right here. I wrote down creepy cow. Would that be Trump's nickname for him? <laughs> 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 oh, we didn't have in the news about uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, saying 11 <laughs> instead of 9-11. Uh, 
Um, right, which uh, I didn't think it was a huge deal, but a lot of people made a really big deal about it. Uh, I thought I think it's a huge deal. Uh, uh, with all the other terrible things he said, this is kind of like low on the totem pole uh, of bad things Donald Trump said. I know. Said. Good point. And it was just kind of an innocent mistake, honestly. But uh, it was it was still funny. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, so, so she's trying to seduce him, and uh, do you know what he does here, uh, Dan? No, I don't. He masturbates. Oh, great. Yep. Looking at her. Just what I wanted to hear. Yeah, it's a I... cow masturbation scene, and I... Yeah, it's creepy. So, <laughs> ugh. I don't put down... The less I see of this girl, the more happy I am. Um, and we still are a bit confused why Cal will not have sex with her. It just has to do with him why? trying to be pious in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, now the burned uh, Afro-American lady uh, tells the story of how she got burned. Can you please explain this story to me, Luke? I have no idea. Because I did not fucking understand So, this. at least from the story they're telling right here, because they kind of go more in-depth into the story in a minute. But she's saying that her and Steve and this other guy with the scarf, I'm going to call him uh, Douchey Scar. Scarf Guy. Um <laughs> Scarf. It is the worst scarf ever. It, it is douche. Yeah. Um. And he, uh, these three were like on a camping trip, and then the ladder came down, and she tried to climb the ladder, but it burned her hands. But Steve, he, he was allowed to climb the ladder, and that's why he's like the leader. Is what this story was about. And she shows her hands, and her hands are all burned. So I think what we're gonna get is, uh, this was some kind of hallucination that happened and we're gonna find out what the actual ladder is maybe in the future oh no i'm sure that totally happened that she actually burned her hands on but you think that actually happened dan no okay i was being kidding i think something equivalent happened but they're uh they're putting it in a way to make it sound mystic when it actually was probably just a hallucination of some type so (laughs) <laughs> they were making food and she fell on the stove and she took her hand to the stove. That's how it happened. Yeah, I was thinking they like were high and they made a fire and they put like a, a metal ladder too close to it. Like it was touching the bottom. So the whole ladder got hot and she was just like couldn't touch it. But for some reason, Steve was just way too high and he just climbed right up it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and see we, what happens, I guess. And the FBI agent is looking closely at this creepy uh, lady. Um, and uh, now we get their uh, kind of food rationing out. Nothing interesting, really. Um, then we see a hawk by the lake. Um, and... Uh, uh, she gets uh he he gets whisked by this Asian girl that has this stamp on her hand of this seeing eye. Is it a stamp or is it a tattoo? You think? It's a stamp because uh this is their festival for like their Christmas type celebration. So she's got she walks up and there's a the little girl with hawk and she right. says, "Hey, they're doing face painting." Up, ah! up there, and she shows her the stamp. That's ah, why she shows. Oh, okay. Which I, she says, "Hey, they're doing face painting," and then she shows her a little picture yeah. on her. That's on not her. a face painting, but all right, that's fine. On her wrist. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, 
because we all have faces on her, our wrists. Did you? Okay, t before I talk about this scene, did well? I, okay, she talks to him about uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the future, future, and how she, uh, how. Actually, I gotta point out when they say the future in the show, they mean Armageddon. Yes. So. And and how he is in love with this girl. Did you f think she was jealous in some way? I was beginning to think, does she want to have Hawk for herself? Well, we saw earlier that she saw Hawk and the, and the girl coming out of the restaurant. I know. Which we, I guess we didn't mention in the review. I did. I did. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. I must But she, uh, she obviously is concerned for him in one way or another. This is the girl who's been at all the family dinners with him. Mm. So I'm not really sure if they're related or not, but um, yeah, she could have a little thing for him. Either that or it's just part of the religion. So I'm Maybe. not sure. Yeah. Uh, eating stuff. It's nothing really interesting. The kids are running around. You see uh, Cal and uh, Eddie's wife talking a little about what's going on. Then we this is the part where they're talking about the ladder, bro, and they're saying how they were high when they, when this happened. Really? And then, they're all smoking pot together, and they're saying What's that. that and, yeah, and then even remember he, they said, yeah, we called him, and we told him what happened with the ladder, and he said toothpaste. Toothpaste is good for a burn. That was mm. like the right. Okay, I did not write that down for some strange hmm. reason. Yep. But anyway, um, then we see Eddie like looking around him uh, at this, and he gets visits uh, by this uh, black lady. That actually warns him about Cal in a strange way. Mm -hmm. She's saying kind of look out for him. Right, because she knows about Steve, but she can't say anything to to uh, Eddie either about Steve yep. but she knows that Cal hasn't told anybody else about Steve so and uh, then uh, this uh, narc lady tells the story about uh, how she was molested Mary narc lady narc lady <laughs> I don't like her like I wish she was dead of drugs wow okay <laughs> <laughs> Not her personally. I just don't like her in this series. But, uh, oh yeah, the character is obviously meant to make you feel uncomfortable, and yeah, it does that. I so. feel uncomfortable with her. And then they do this awkward chant with Douchey Scarf Guy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Who is this Douchey Scarf Guy? I, I've seen him in something else. Oh, I've never seen him in anything, no. And uh, when the Dushi Scarf guy does this, uh, Eddie's wife goes away. And uh, you see her in uh, in a car. And in, in a Toyota Prius, of course. Yeah, surprise, yep. surprise. With the wife of the rich man. And they go to uh, the place where her son is uh, setting needles again. So This was the part where I went. How, what is happening right now? Because I'm at first didn't see the wife of the rich guy in the car. Ah. They don't make a real point of pointing it out. And I was like, why is yeah. she going into this crack house? What's going on right now? Uh, so I had to actually rewind right here. Okay. This was the spot. So, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, then we see Cal sitting by the flames, and we see his uh, douchey scarf guy <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, burnt lady. Burnt hand lady. Yeah. Burnt hand lady. That's their name. <laughs> uh, they don't even need names because nobody calls them by their names in the show. I'm sure no. we could look it up on IMDb, but in the yeah. show, you don't really even know their names. So. No. And they talk about uh, the movement uh, having a leader. And now we really know that they have been down visiting Steve because uh, they they know that he he is sick. Like now, right, which I still think that they were in that one episode, but I'm gonna have to that, go back and look at that. That could be, but yeah. I'm I'm not going back. So, and they talk about uh, the the future of the movement, and Cal is saying that he's the future, that he's going to actually write the two roles that they are waiting. The rung, yeah, the rungs of the ladder that Steve yeah. was going to write, right. And uh, Daniel was like, that's not your job. And he's like, well, it's my job to take the movement into the future. And this, I, I really like this scene. Because here you see how hungry he is for power. Yeah. Definitely. And he kind of point. He tries to point out, like, I'm doing this for the good of everybody here. But you can tell he really it's just for his own uh, greed and, yeah, selfishness. And they kind of point that out. Yeah, definitely. They, they say the light is in all of us. And he's like because he's basically saying I'm the I'm the chosen one. So then we see Cal with uh, this girl that uh, uh, Right. So they like, they question him when he says this. They say when he says I'm the I'm the chosen one, I'm going to write the three rungs. They say, "Listen, Cal, we know about Miranda getting taken out of the hospital." Mm. Yeah. And, and they, so they, they oh. uh, Cal takes them to her which she's in his house, like, on that land, and nobody could find her, even though she was in the compound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty stupid. But, uh, because, like, how can he, he like, smuggle her into the compound? Right, they have a guy at the gate. I mean, I guess yeah. they, he, it's possible he could have done it, right? And we don't actually yeah. know how big this compound is. It could be hundreds of acres, and this house could be way away from everything else, but... True. Yeah, he somehow smuggled her in and is hiding her in this house. Yeah. So. And they talk to them uh, about him being the chosen son. Yeah, he's going a little Jesus right now. Yep. And I think to myself, this is going to end badly. Uh, then we see uh, Eddie's wife in the car with the drug user and his mother... And then they talk about, uh, like, uh, they're going to the airport. Yeah. And he's sending them to Peru? Do you think so? I, I have I got no idea. Feel, I got the feeling that they're going to Peru. Because she's saying could, something about money. and things Yeah, like I was going to say it could just be another compound. Because we know <laughs> that there are other Myra settlements in other parts of the country. Because be. Cal came from the West Coast. But she's saying she doesn't need money because she can just go to one of these places and they'll have food and everything for mm. her. So, yeah. And uh, then we see uh, Hawk listening to the MP3 music. Then we see a druggy down lady 
uh, with his her new boyfriend, and now I really get confused because I had to rewind this. This were where 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 have I seen this guy before? They were the, the he was the one that she was uh, doing the pamphlets with in the park. Ah. Yep. And then earlier in this episode, her and Cal before he like jerked off in front of her, he, her and him were talking about this guy and saying how she's now in a relationship with him, but they haven't had sex yet. So. Yeah. Um. Because then we have this FBI guy uh, looking at this kid laying in, in. Uh, it's His crib. kid. His yeah. crib. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and uh, he says to his wife, because we didn't talk about this, uh, the wife thinks there's something wrong with the boy. And uh, We said that last episode, I think. But. Yeah, and now he says that there's something wrong with the, with the guy. Yeah, because the kid won't stop crying, right? Yeah. Do you think he's going to be saved by Myerism? I have a healing feeling that that is going to happen. What, they're going to take the kid to the Meyerists? Yeah. I don't know. He does seem, it does seem like he's kind of getting a little bit into it. Like he's reading the book and being uh-huh. like, this is weird. But at the same time, kind of, at the same time, he seems intrigued. So. Then Hawk goes to a party to hook up with his girlfriend. Yeah, he goes to a kegger. Hawk goes to a kegger. And, and they make out. And it's hot. This is a hero shot. Remember how last week I was like, who's the hero? Who's the good guy in the show? Yeah. They do the. He kisses the girl, and the camera spins around yeah. 360 around them. That is, yeah. that's a hero shot. So then we see Eddie walking out, uh, saying goodbye to Dushi Scarf Guy, <laughs> um, the black lady. Um, and uh, I love that band. It's my favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Luke. Uh, and uh, in the car they have Miranda, and you see Miranda saying goodbye to. Right, and Eddie. she's saying sorry to Eddie, and she's saying, yeah. "Oh, it was all my fault. I I didn't mean to do that." And he's looking at her like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You didn't do anything." <laughs> yeah. Then Eddie goes uh, with the flashlight in the forest, and he sees Cal uh, saying. Uh, uh, with a shuffle. And uh, Cal says, welcome to what? 7R. Yeah! This is, so this is the beginning of his 7R training, and he just throws the shovel down and says for Eddie to start digging a hole. And there we end the show. Yep. I like the ending. Thought it was I good. Loved it. Don't know where it's going. Nope. Um, and I don't know why Eddie's continuing to do this, but that's part of the story, so. So that was the path. Episode four. Episode four. I I'm still in love with this here. Yeah, I, this was a really good episode. Um, it, it I thought it was just as slow as the last episode, but it a lot it of stuff better. came out, and um, there's a lot of places we could go from here that uh. Okay, I yes. think we'll be really because good. So. I, I want I want you to speculate a little now. Can you do that for me? Well, I did while we were doing it, but I think what's going to happen is Eddie is going to... He's going to find out about... Um, 
the four people, uh, the act, what actually happened when they found the ladder, when Steve found the ladder, and he's going to find out that the true story behind it. And I think that's probably where what Allison's husband found out about as well, and that's why he was killed. I think that's where mm. we're going to go with this. So, mm, interesting. Yep. And I think it's going to be mass suicide, and everybody dies. So. <laughs> Some people are going to die in this. I mean, I I can already picture Cal getting killed. So, yeah, I agree. Nah, you can't kill off Cal. Why not? Because he's too interesting a bad guy. True. Uh, have you read anything this week, Dan? Ah, uh, no, not been able to read anything this week, sadly. No. Uh, you told me before the show that your your grandfather died. Grandmother. Uh, my, my grandmother, yes. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Uh, and she was ninety. She was ninety-two, so maybe that's where you got that number from, Luke. Oh, that's where I got confused. Oh, sorry about that. It's all right. Uh, yeah, so a bit of a busy week, but yeah, you know. I I read uh, uh, a really interesting book called "The Girl with All the Gifts" by M. R. Carey. Carey. Sounds like a children's book. It's definitely not, because okay. This is the description. Melanie is a special girl. Dr. Calowell calls her our little genius. Every morning, Melanie waits in her cell to be collected for class. When they come for her, Sergeant keeps his gun pointing at her, while two of his people straps her into a wheelchair. She thinks they don't like her. She jokes that she won't bite, but they don't laugh. Melanie loves school. She loves learning about spelling and sums and the world outside the classroom and the children's cells. She tells her favorite teacher all the things she'd like to do when she grows up. Melanie doesn't know why this makes Miss Jonathan looks so sad. Yeah. So mm. that's the description. Cool. Mm-hmm. And intriguing I, um, description. Hmm? I, I said intriguing said, description. Yeah. The girl with all the gifts. Right. And I uh, I haven't read anything this week. So Yay. there you go. Yep. I'm the only reader this week. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Daniel. Uh, nothing other than if you want to email into this show, uh, you can send your emails to another digital citizen at gmail.com. Oh, thank you for promoting that. No problem. I have actually something here. Uh, I've talked uh, about that me and Wrestling Man are. Uh, <laughs> if people don't know who that is, they, uh, who doesn't know who Wrestling Man is? What have you been living under a rock, a yeah. YouTube rock? <laughs> YouTube living rock? under the rock? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no me, we. I talked about this uh, uh, 
before uh, in in uh, in other uh, segments that that me and Bill are doing something together. We are finally on Friday going to record the first episode about uh, South Park. So we are going to do a South Park podcast all about South Park, talking about the first season of South Park. So we're going from the beginning to the last. So it's going to be interesting. One episode uh, each episode. All right. I'm excited for it because I have I stopped watching South Park after about season five. Right. And I haven't right. watched any of it in between. So once you get to there, then I'll be really excited. But I haven't seen any of the original stuff in a long time either. So Yeah, I, I, I'm watching that at the, at the moment. Um, especially uh, like the first episode. I've taken a bunch of notes. I I remember seeing episode one, the very first airing of it on Comedy Central when it came on. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yep. Wow. I, I even remember we were at a Chinese New Year's celebration when I saw it. Huh. Yep. And it's called uh, Cartman Gets uh, Anal Probe. So that's actually the episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that'll be a blast from the past. Yep. So Checking we, that out again. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And Bill is a nice guy. And he ha- he was on a, on a, on an episode of... Um, Let's talk then. Yep. But, uh, a while, while ago. Oh, yep. huge while ago. I'm I'm slightly worried as to what the theme to the show is going to be. <laughs> Let, let's say it this way: I am not making it. Okay. Bill <laughs> so has to do that. <laughs> but All right. yeah, we're recording that on on Friday, so look oh. for that. Uh, look. Uh yeah, just some, I'm just gonna promote uh, littlehandfulsorganic.com. I went uh, to their webpage this week, and I looked into it. I don't have kids that need to learn to eat food, but uh, to to eat for themselves. But it looked awesome. Yeah, I mean it's not just for the. I mean it is a system that you can use to teach kids to feed themselves without spoon feeding, but it's also just good nutritional. Uh, food for younger kids uh, in bite-sized snack, like sack, snack size uh, pieces, and um, it's something that tastes good, not like other baby foods that are gross and nobody would want to eat them, and you feed them to your kid. Uh, these you would eat, and you can feed them to your kid. So that's super cool. Say that address again. Littlehandfulsorganic.com. Yeah, it's a long address. Cool. So go there if you have kids. Uh, I guess that's everything. Have I forgotten anything? Yes, I have forgotten anything. The next week on? Next yeah. week, yes. <laughs> I, I remembered it when I said, have I forgotten anything? <laughs> um, next week we will... Uh, uh, what is the main topic next week, uh, Luke? It is competitive eating. Yes. Right. We're going to cover different kinds of competitive eating and what we think of it and things like that. Uh, I think it's going to make us full. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> well, I think going... it's made me hungry right now. Yeah, we're also going to talk about The Huntsman, Winter's War, in another digital review. Uh, we are going to do payback predictions. Can you believe that it's payback already? Yes, I can, fortunately. Um, News from the week? 
Yeah. yeah. And we will talk about the path episode five next week. So that is what we know we're talking about. So um, I guess that's everything. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.